to episode two of season two of Inside. I'm Dom Harmon. I'm joined by JK and Scenario Neil. And tonight we're joined by the man who does this. Full of running, full of running. Rob Cook storming his way upfield. Hello, of course, we're joined by Mr. Rob Cook. How are you this evening, Rob? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you guys? Yeah, very good, thanks. All good, all good. I see no, the sport is new, uh, November, but like yourself, Rob, I see uh, yeah. JK's not really committed by having that sh- shady little beard on his chin. Oh, I, I just, I. I think this is by accident, if I'm honest. I normally do. I used to do it, but I, I, I haven't really done it the last few years. But it's uh, it's just laziness, I think, more than anything at the moment. Right. Well, Dom, so Dom uh, shaved his, he shaved his moustache on the 1st of November, but it was like 10 years ago. He's still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been growing mine for 23 years. Been. <laughs> so, yeah, for a long time. So what's uh, Bound 2.0 looking for you like at the moment then, Rob? What you've been up to? To be fair, it's I've been. Um, it's nothing's really changed. I, I work a lot in schools, coaching, coaching, and uh, they're they're just kind of in a way just cracking on as normal, which I know mm. sounds a bit bizarre, but I'm yeah I'm in pretty much coaching every day at the moment. So it's uh, yeah nothing's nothing's really changed uh, from my my end but um, I, I know like you you can kind of just drive into driving to schools and stuff it it seems pretty kind of normal to what it was uh, yeah but yeah I'm just trying to trying to keep kids engaged at the local rugby club but that's that's the only yeah. thing that's changed my end is local rugby club just being locked down so doing videos for those uh, those kids and and sending out to a few of the other rugby clubs but um other than that, it's nothing. I'm still as busy as I've been since lockdown kind of stopped. Good to hear. Do you think that so, yeah. COVID will? Sorry, Dom. Just a quick question. That's twice already. Do you think COVID will have a lasting impact on on kids taking the sport up and things like that? Do you think it's going to affect them? You know, the uptake. Um, I, I, I think we're going to have to wait and see. Certainly, from some of the schools. I've coached in, we've actually got more kids playing than normal, which is um, mm. one, maybe potentially a little bit surprising, but kind of we've done very little contact. So maybe, and we've played a lot of games uh, and they they do enjoy mm. that. And the bit, bit of peer pressure to say, come down. It's not, it's not like it's kind of full on and, or anything like that. It's, yeah. it's different, but uh, like, then you go to the kind of the club side and mm. numbers are kind of the same. But yeah, I, you just don't you don't really know. It's it's hard. It's I thought there was always going to be a, there was a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, uh, but it seems seems to be getting further and further away at the moment. You think it's because the kids just don't want to be around their parents anymore? They've been around. Yeah, them. I mean, I think the pressure's off as a coach and, <laughs> and the club and stuff like that. It's it's not it's not obviously there's no game, so there's no like winning and losing's out of the question. It's more like kind of keeping the kids engaged and mm. and not 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 just kids but players engaged all the time. So. Um, trying to work hard at doing that. I mean, just for example, we're doing seniors versus Colts, a thousand k run, uh, adding it all yeah. up together at the moment. Just but... wow. These other end of the spectrum, then. Do you, do you see? Obviously, you said about the Colts versus the seniors. Do you see the seniors is going to be have a massive effect? Obviously, we're seeing a lot within our own sevens team, and even in my own rugby team, the, the seniors are kind of disengaged, and 
They're off doing other things. Got to play I mean, football. I, part of me is, I, I, yeah, I, I do. I, I mean, there's there's other things. Like, there's obviously family life as well, and I think that that's that's uh, massively important. And sometimes you you know you, a lot of lads don't play because they they you know they've got to commit to their families and. Well, well, I'm not. I've deliberately not put a lot of pressure on the boys to come to training, but I've said like just come once a week, you know, and that seems to have yeah. worked. And probably getting 20, 30 boys coming to training at least once a week is is how a bit. I think if we went twice a week, it'd be like, well, what else can we do? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah when we when we went back to training, it was always sort of like, you know, we're building up to something, but you know, the reality was is we we don't know when the season's going to restart. You know, we had, I mean, we had these unrealistic dates sort of dangled in front of us, but everyone sort of subconsciously knew that was never going to happen. So, yeah, yeah, yeah this is the right off. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah, for sure. It already is. They've already said there's yeah. no league. Officially, yeah. No, I, mean, I think they have to be careful a little bit with what they said there because I certainly speak to, oh, the rugby's over this year. Well, it's not. It's, yeah. Still, we can, I mean, I know that they're, they're planning on doing or bringing out this version of the game which I think is good you know we need a bit of competitiveness but you know like people are like no it's over it's over it's, it's not we can still do things and, and maybe even get that you know the local local clubs working together and getting something you know their own like you know it might be Covid tournament or something you know name it after yeah. <laughs> I, I think they used to do it in the past and there's certainly something around around where I coach at Malvin, like the Templar Cup or something like that, you know, where local cl- clubs mm. used to come together and have their own tournaments. So it's it's about, I think it's a it's an opportunity to, for local clubs to really work together. I think, I think it might be good. To, it might sort of, you know, yeah. if it's only a bit, of a, a bit of a laugh tournament, it might inject a bit more sort of enjoyment back into the game, potentially, you know, rather than thinking... Oh, you know, we've got to put out put out a performance this week for the league or whatever. So I, I think, might, I, might no, people bring I, back. I think calling calling the uh, leagues off has has been the right choice because mm-hmm. uh, I, I would have been happy saying starting from Christmas or January going, oh yeah, it's uh, you're going to play each other once and you're going to get relegated or promoted. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, think I would I wouldn't have been happy with that. No. no. Do you think obviously summer rugby? in the sevens side of things is kind of a, a good way to, to go about it on getting everyone back playing. Obviously, it's a bit more social, it's a bit less, yeah. less having it, but also at the same time, less players on the pitch means a lot less. Yeah, um, I think, I think you know, you know, I, I, certainly with kind of what, what I'd like kind of being a director of rugby, a, a, a local, you're not, what I found is you don't, you can't please everyone. And I think this, this new version of the game and even touch is not pleased everyone. You know, there's the beauty of our sport is played by um, players of all shapes and sizes, paces, ages, you know, so, uh, and people enjoy the contact and we've not had the contact. So yeah. um, you're not. Well, the fat boys can't do scrum. If, if the fat boys aren't going to do scrum. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sides, so sides are built. They lift the scrums and lift the walls, yeah. and they're not going to get that. And that's just not a good enough game for them. That's eight players that are going to be pissed. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's you know it's it's obviously how how do you keep those guys engaged when they just like a cuddle, you know? So uh, that boy's yeah. Happened. Um. That and it and that's that's where and it goes. I mean, I've heard of clubs going. Oh, we're going to sign up to be rugby league clubs just so they can have mm-hmm. some contact. Which yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's it's fair enough, but. You are running the risk of losing players to go and play rugby league, so uh, exactly. yeah, 
it's it's tough it's tough but if we can get something and you know and you may you know we can put position limits on and so on so on but at the end of the day I don't care about I just want to you know some competitive games where they can enjoy themselves and get the club going as a whole more than anything whether it's from under sixes to first team let's just yeah. play play some games in a safe environment so yeah. it's um, totally agree just touched on your career do you want a quick run through for those of the uh, the viewers who don't know who me John, can I, sorry to interrupt Again, can I stop it, you it, my signal off, is absolutely let me just take my wife <laughs> I'll stay now. Right, two seconds. I'm just, oh, I'm having a nightmare here. It literally, every, every other word is making up. I'm sorry, Dom, you'll have to use your really slick editing skills on this. I do apologise. You know, the worst um, thing is, last week was one of the best ones we'd had. No issues, no hiccups, and then Neil comes along and fucks it up. <laughs> Techno the technological wizard. Oh, oh, wait. Yeah, if you're staying in hotels to see a mistress, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Worst thing is provided by his mum. <laughs> <laughs> Did he tell you about that the other day? I'm not seeing this. So he took a bird back to the he took a bird <laughs> back to the Premier yeah. Inn, and because of COVID, they had to give their names in at the desk. And his mum got an email with obviously Neil's name, and this bird he brought back. Wow! <laughs> my mum booked the hotel, sent her an invoice. What did your mum say? That was, that was an awkward conversation. Right, sorry, Dom. Go, go. What are you saying? Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that, Rob. Um, right, come back to your career after Neil's little conundrum. Do you want to give us a quick run through how it, how it came about, where it all started? Well, I think I, I well, like kind of professional career started a bit different to a mm. lot of other players. I, I, I think I was 24, 25 when I signed for the Pirates. Like, I, uh, I got yeah. picked up by Harvey Bill John who uh, was, had just been named coach at Pirates, but he was my coach at England Counties. So I'd had a good couple of seasons at uh, Nuneaton, which I left after, uh, went to after uni. And then I'd, uh, then he took me down to Pirates. And uh, yeah, those Pirates was awesome. You know, probably one of the best environments, uh, great club. And it was, uh, it was, you know, they were really pushing for getting that stadium going. Um, yeah. and you know trying to get into the premiership which I think still think is going now which is I mean I heard it was 10 years before I went there it was, it was planning and it was still it's still going now so but what a club what a team what a like squad the coaches everyone all the people around in, in Penzance and Cornwall it, it, I loved it absolutely um, amazing and gave me a great opportunity I I, I wanted a I always wanted to play professional sport, whether it was rugby, cricket, football, and uh, kind of rugby was the last last choice. And I got I got that opportunity, and uh, it was um, nice. It was awesome. Did you find yourself times where yeah. well, when you were Mister, you, you couldn't understand a word they were saying. Well, down in uh, no, they weren't. I mean, a few of them have never left the left the uh, county, but uh, <laughs> yeah. no, it's. Um, is eyes oh, honestly like in the winter it can get pretty bleak like some some places only open for six mm. months of the year but they make cats such a killing it's yeah. uh it's it's yeah. a it's a it's a What's awesome place i i i do enjoy it and I'll strong brand as well isn't it what what are you say now yeah it's it's a really strong 
Uh, sorry, I said it's, it's you know Cornish Park is a really strong brand, and, and I think you'd love to see a team like that come to the Premiership, um, no matter how long it takes. But um, going back to your time there, the first three seasons, obviously you were you were the highest scoring player three seasons running um, when you were at Cornish Pirates, and uh, obviously I imagine that's got some you know great memories for you. Is it is there like a game or you know a certain season that stands out in your mind at, at that club? I mean, if the second, the second, I think I think they had a three year plan. Um, down there and yeah. I think we peaked a bit too soon that second season we had like we were ridiculous like we I mean yeah. I mean I, we, we played Worcester five times and we lost four but we put put had a pretty much we won one and gave them three close games and then I think they smashed us in one but um, yeah we yeah. we we would it was such a good year um, but no I mean not not as yeah. like Winning, beating Worcester away uh, was was mm-hmm. on a Friday night. I mean, Friday night games are always good, but uh, yeah. no, we had we had a lot. Most of games. Well. I mean, becoming actually kicking was obviously <laughs> I am famous for that. But um, yeah, we were going to get onto that. <laughs> how that happened was a bit. I mean, I was like kind of fourth, fifth choice kicker, and <laughs> I, honestly, five people had to get injured before me to kick and. One got injured before the game. I was playing 15, then ended up playing 10. He got injured, then showed me how I should kick the ball. And then it just went from there, kind of. Uh, <laughs> I was, it was really windy and I normally have the ball upright and I couldn't make the 22 from the 22. He goes, try it like this and put it like that. And it just, you know, mm-hmm. I kick it 10, 20 metres further. So, um, yeah, and it wow. just went from there. And, and, Touching on the kicking, I mean, we can't go away from it without mentioning it. What, where did that stance come from? I'd always been a bit like Johnny, you know, kind of when yeah. I was at uni. Uh, and then, to be honest, I, it just happened. You know, I just ended up practice, starting practicing a lot more and just getting in, back into my stance and just fit. It just it felt comfy. Well, ish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, you've got to, yeah, you, you've got to be comfortable, otherwise you you know it's going to be a harder kick, isn't it? Like, yeah, you know, I mean, in the in the championship, it was fine. Um, I didn't really get that much stick. Yeah. <laughs> Until you um, Gloucester. Yeah, and then Gloucester, I started <laughs> getting a bit. But I mean, that's with the crowds and stuff. But I, I mean, it wasn't broke, so I didn't need yeah. to fix it. Um, sure. And yeah. yeah it's, I, I always had a, a running thing with Johnny Bentley at Pirates that I, I had to miss three kicks in a row for him to kick. He was always after me. And <laughs> I always ended up like, if I'd missed two, then I'd get one in front of the post, so it wouldn't have been too bad. But, do you think because you think of Johnny, obviously, with, with his different take on kicking, it kind of opened the, the roads for other people to kind of get more comfortable? Because obviously there's always a standard way of doing it. And then yeah. Johnny comes along with his different take, and then you've got now got bigger who has his different way of doing it. Um, obviously, you start I mean, you think you can I, go, get comfortable, do whatever you need to do. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I, I mean, I coached a lot of kicking now, and it's I always say that you, you're your own person. You know, I can advise you as much as I can, um, and give you the basics for kicking. But it's all ultimately it's being comfy in yourself and you, you've got to find your own technique if I was honest I never got coached how to kick it was only when I went to Gloucester and did a little bit of work with uh, or did quite a bit of work with Tim Taylor yeah. that um, I started changing my how my approach to kicking um, 
but I was just like mm. see ball, hit ball. And, and to be honest with you, the, the, the less you think about actually mm. kicking, the better. Yeah. Um, so, um, mm. yeah, yeah. I, but it worked for me and, you know, it's maybe, maybe it was a bit lucky how it went, but mm. um, you've got to take these opportunities. Well, I shouldn't think about all I keep getting told. Yeah. Pardon. Pardon. <laughs> what? What? What is that now? <laughs> uh, you don't think you should be thinking about it at all? Definitely. I'm glad you've mentioned Foster a couple of times. I don't know if you could tell him. I don't even know me. where he's coming from. Fucking hell. Now your signal's awful. Not thank you for mentioning Where is he? Neil, where are you gone? Gloucester born yeah. Why is that? still going, he's not Bigger. stopped. We've not been able to hear you for the last 45 seconds, mate. Are we back? Are we back? No. I stopped talking ages ago. I can see you. No, you didn't. Neil, are you there? I haven't. I'm a... Ah, you <laughs> Yeah, oh, we've got you back God. now. Oh my God! What? Yeah, I'm there. This is the worst. Sort of. What is going on? I am a nightmare. Yeah, phone's not charging. My internet's gone. <laughs> oh, oh fucking hell! Right. Well, you might be able to reconnect. I'm so yeah. sorry. No worries, pal. Yeah, I'll reconnect too. It's a good job you've right. got some good Dom, it's a good job you've got some good edit, editing. Oh, too. fucking hell, he's back. Can you hear me, guys? Yeah, just don't move. Yeah, but you are so pixelated. Yeah, Neil, it's, it's gone. Oh, jeez. Sorry about it. But, uh, am I back again? Hello? It's touch and go, mate. I'm going to have to stand up. Oh Don't kick him off. Get rid. Yeah. Take me off, Doc. <laughs> Take him off. We can't be having this level of uh, professionalism. How do I kick him out? Oh, here we go. There we go. We can rejoin. Sorry about that, Rob. That's all right. That's all right. To be fair, it's mainly... Right. Well, there we go. Issues. Oh, that's better. It's a good job Dom's got some bloody good editing skills. Well, we'll see, won't we? It might be shit. <laughs> Who knows? Right, where were we? So, yeah, ending up at Gloucester. How did that thing move <laughs> come about? <laughs> I, got, I mean, Gloucester, wow, how did that happen? Oh, yeah, I, I mean, I'd started my, I think I started my fourth season at, uh, at Pirates, and then I had uh, one of my mates who actually lived with, Drew Lockheed, signed for Gloucester that previous season. Wasn't bitter at all, but uh, well, yeah, I wasn't. Um, no, he's he was good mate, and then he he said he rang me up actually and uh, said Nigel Davis wants to speak to you, and I was like, all right, yeah, sweet. And then uh, yeah, I was on holiday. He rang me, um, had to get through everything, and yeah, it was um, done deal. Happy, great club. I mean, I walked yeah. walked around uh, the shed. I didn't think the shed was very big until they packed about. 10,000 in there and then and hear the noise from it and then you're like oh my good god uh but no what a club um and had four four really good years there 
Um, obviously, didn't end how I wanted it to, but um, it was um, no. I I loved it there and some great people, and still speak to some some good mates from there now. And it yeah. you kind of kind of go you go from Pirates where you you know you kind of. Um, one of the senior players there and you walk into a change room and you've got James Simpson, Daniel in one corner, hmm. Tyndall's opposite you, you've got Will James, Andy Hazel. You're like, yeah. oh my good God, this is ridiculous. Like, um, and you know, like Johnny May just walked past you making chicken noises and it's... Uh, like it all. Standard that. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, no, how it's, was that step up then? Because obviously you did, you know, you mentioned you turned, you turned pro slightly later and probably not the most conventional way others did yeah you know you probably would have had some of those lads in that change room had sort of been around the Gloucester scene since they were in secondary school I'd imagine yeah yeah I mean I was I was 28 when I went there but I mean I, all I wanted was an opportunity um yeah I, that's any, any advice I say to kids now is just if you get an opportunity take it so like get for pirates was an opportunity they originally offered me a one-year deal and I said I wanted to because I'm giving up a lot to come down yeah. there. I lived in Lincoln at the time, so it was a six hour drive. Well, I know it's six hours away, but it's away from my family. I wanted two years. So they said, yep, not a problem. Gave me a two year contract. I was like, right, I got a chance here. And then you kind of realize, right, I'm happy yeah. being there. But then you realize, right, I, I can do more. And um, just having that opportunity at, at Pirates and then realize, right, I can do this. I can go higher. And then I just, you know, it's a foot in the door. And, you know, I always knew that if I played with, you know, ultimately you are in a better environment, better but players, and they're not so much better, they're just a little bit faster, a little bit stronger, a little bit better kind of, well, yeah, all-round player, but they're not, it's not a massive difference, but you've just got, you've yeah. just got more, and the experience of it all, and, you know, you learn off so, so many people, it, yeah, it took me probably, what, a couple of months, three months, and then I had a, I, I just wait, had to wait for my opportunity, but I was always learning and, and, and you know, I knew that all I wanted was a crack and if I wasn't good enough, then fair enough, but I knew I was, wasn't was be far off. And it, I, I, you know, I took that opportunity and, and went with it. Nice. And then obviously Gloucester, back to the meeting, back to your original stomping grounds. Yeah, I thought, I, I just, I, I mean, if I'm honest, I, did I panic a little bit after I got, I mean, Gloucester messed me around a little bit. Like they said, they wanted to sort my contract out. Obviously, you as a player, you're always looking around to go and try and find other clubs. And then I knew it wasn't coming and they told me two days before the end of the season, but I knew it wasn't coming. So it's like, what what do I want? want to, I didn't, I just had, uh, me and my wife had just had a little boy. I didn't really want to be travelling like some players did up and down the country. Yeah, yeah. We were settled. So I just went, took my mind to teach. Well, what what to do next? I and I kind of applied for a director, assistant director of sport. Got it at King Edward VI School in Stratford, and I was like, it kind of worked playing for Nuneaton, give something a little bit back, maybe. Yeah. Um, which a club was before was really good to me, but um, I had a good year. I enjoyed it. We didn't. We wanted to get promoted. We didn't quite work. Um, but then I just with with a little one school, um, it just didn't quite work out. Um, mm. I was you know I wasn't seeing my kid at the time, so it was like I'm not, something something's got to something's got to give, and it was the rugby. So and I 
chose a club a bit closer to home. Yeah, I was going to say, you've, uh, you're down, I'd say Midlands 2. Obviously, I'm guessing Midlands 1 now. Yeah, we just went up by the, by Ma- with maths last year, we went up. So, yeah, uh, so Midlands 1, Malvern. Yeah. So you play at centre, I believe. What I playing, playing at centre, isn't it? Yeah, I played majority of 10 last year. I'm, I'm, I just catch and pass, but... <laughs> But so, yeah, there's a, there's a few games where you get you get a bit you get targeted, but it's it's all right. Um, nothing I'm not used to. So not for you, never. <laughs> no. Fair play. No, so coming on to oh go on, go on, Jay, Jay. How's it done there? No, you, you, you're coaching them as well, or is it just? Uh, yeah, so I I I said I said yeah, come and coach, but I still want to play. Like you're a long time not playing, so uh, mm. I did say one bad injury, and then I'll finish. But I've since dislocated my wrist. And uh, carried on. Would playing. you consider that as a bad injury? No, I, I, you, it's, it, it's going to come to a point where you know, with when it because I'm self-employed, it's like I can't. If I, you know, it's it's that, that's going to be. And I think at the moment, I, d- I don't know uh, how I feel about playing next year or whenever we are back playing. So I'll have to make that call when I when I when I um, when I feel. But I, I'm pretty sure if some, I'm quite got a bit of a rubber arm. So if someone says. I'll come on play. I'll be like, okay then, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> we'll always have a game up in the north if you ever want one. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I played. I enjoy doing the charity work and playing a few games for like rugby for heroes and and so on. So much. Yeah. So I'm, I'm always keen. I'm always keen. As long as you like the short game as well, we've, we've always got games. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm keen, mate. I'm keen. I'll, I'll play. You know, I'll play if it's if it. Like, you know, I'm. I won't say too much. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we've got it recorded. Coming on to the uh, deal. Yeah. So current current situation with rugby thoughts on how the Premiership ended. Um. Yeah. Happy. I think they were by far the better team. I was a bit disappointed with a few teams that um, you know, were in good positions before. Like that. I thought Sale might have really challenged. Yeah. Yeah, they had a slow start and then decided to ruin it by going out on the smash after the final. Um, Rumour has it anyway. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, fair play, Exeter. I think, I think obviously, probably everyone will say that lockdown did them maybe did them favours, and it was you know it was that year when they won won the double. But fair play, what I mean, what a club. Um, that, that's how that's some achievement that is. Um, I, think I mean, that's got to be the sort of dream model for like like teams like the Pirates and stuff. Yeah, that will be I mean, that, that, I mean unfortunately, know. that's where the Pirates lose out uh, to Exeter yeah. because, like, you know, Jack Knoll, he he's from Penzance or um, Newlin. You know, he's one well, my my sponsor down there owns a pub with him in Penzance. You know, Jeez. so it's like. He's, he's a local boy, but he just get picked up by Exeter because there's, I mean, without going into it, but they haven't really got the Pirates haven't really got that youth set up to to keep these players there. And if they're any good, they're going to go to Exeter, aren't they? So, oh, and, and they're a little bit. I mean, some of the boys we had on loan from Exeter, you know, like Dave Ewers, Sam Hill, um, mm. just for just a couple of them. I mean, you know, they were they were brilliant for us do you think um, obviously looking at Bristol who were in a, an okay stance pre pre lockdown do you think they kind of 
benefited from the the transfers that they were able to kind of bring yeah, on. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, I, 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 Bristol, Bristol to me is a little bit different to Exeter. I mean, they to me they piled in a load of money. Um, oh, massively, but, yeah. I mean, I've done, but I, I think Exeter have got it right, um, and that's why they were quite strong on the Saracens. Um, yeah. And you know, you speak to boys who have gone there um, and. You know they do they do do it right. I mean it's there's some there's some great boys and they stay there. I mean how like they've kept Slade, they've kept you know they yeah. keep the good players and they don't want to go. I was listening to Jack Jack Noll the other week and you know he he loves it there. He you know that that's the club for him and they they've got such a good community there behind the scenes and they, and that's breeding breeding success, isn't it? So yeah, you, you don't you, you don't see too many boys leaving there. If I'm honest, uh, yeah. do you think that's the same? Obviously, you touched on Saracens and on the extra debacle that's kind of plagued the mm. Premiership this season. Um, do you think the Championships are essentially a write-off for any teams on promotion because we just know who it's going to be? Um, you can't really count Ealing out of it at the moment. They've they've invested mm. quite heavily. Yeah, it depends on challenge. what. It depends on what the. What Saris do? I mean, that even their youngsters are going to be good. Um, yeah. Well, they've also kept some of their England boys. Which yeah, yeah. So they, I mean, they can always they're going to need game time because obviously yeah. if they've got England internationals coming up. They can't not go into England internationals without game time. Yeah. But this, on the flip side, for obviously my thoughts on this, and we've spoken about it last week with Will, was it's going to be dangerous for some of the teams. If you look yeah. at the bottom half of the table going up against the Villapolas and and, the, and that front row of Saracens. They're going to twist them into certain. They're going to be pretzels by the end of the game. Yeah, and to me, that's going to be very. Dangerous. I mean, I think, I think, um, yeah, I, I, I completely understand. The championship isn't that bad. It's not. No, it's it's not. not that bad. But I know, I know exactly what you're saying. You've got you maybe, Mako will come out and prop against a young 19, 20 year old. That's when. Yeah. He, yes, I understand that. But I've I've heard someone saying, oh, "Oh, clearing the dog muck off pitches and stuff." It's not that bad. Oh no, no, it's not. It's not. But and, if you look at if you look you know, at the I, 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 I went. I was listening to something else, and someone mentioned that, and I was like, I actually took offence to it. Oh no, I know, I know, you're not saying that, but I think there's this interpretation that the that Saris are going to have an easy easy run. That it's not going to be easy for them. Sight the clubs are going to target them. Yeah. Imagine them like I, I, Ampt Hill. I think I've heard. I've never played there, but you have mm-hmm. to come through a forest to to get to the pitch or something. Yeah, like I played. I, I used to, well, Ampt was in my like pro, former pro, uh, junior league when I was a kid, yeah. and yeah, you have to walk through the forest. Fantastic ground, but like I say, it's going to be these championship teams. It's going to be one of their games of the season, oh, so yeah, they're going to be they're going to get bumper crowds in, regardless. Yeah, who's playing, regardless oh, who's playing, but yeah. to try and oh, do yeah. it. And I, I think that I don't think they'll win every game. I don't think no. they will. Uh, I think what well, championship now is top team goes up, isn't it? Yes. No, there's no playoff or anything like that anymore. No. I mean, when they get when I was in it and it was uh, you could finish eighth and still go up. Uh, yeah, I like the whole playoff thing, but yeah, finishing yeah. eighth. And no, let's just go let's up finish with... the season and have another uh, ten games for you. <laughs> yeah. no, my, my point across it wasn't. It was more obviously you've got the Ealings, you've got the London Scotches, who's going to and Donny yeah. Knights, who are all bloody good teams. Have got some absolute units in their yeah. front back. It's more like if you if you had the Yorkshire Carnegie team or yeah. um, these guys, what they were, they would go up against Saracens now. 
they were still in the championship. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get an absolute, it would be painful. It's yeah. more those bottom level teams who are, are, are scrapping, who to me either are going to have a sustain some injuries, which is yeah. literally going to end a lot of their season. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's I, I, of, I, I could, and I think, I think, but I think Sarri's being Sarri's, they'll, um, They'll be Mark McCall's clever. They're, they're, he knows what he'll plan that season perfectly for for the England boys to come back, and probably he might. Well, no, they, I was going to say he might get a bit of help from the RFU when they get to play each other sides. But um, well, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. Like, um, but that's the other side of it as well with the championship having I mean, the funding's cut. A lot of these players, who yes, they are very good players, they're now having to go find work. They're not training full time. That Saris is still going to be doing. Yeah. And why? Well, I, I mean, I don't really, I don't really know what's going on, as in. But I know, like, obviously, furlough's been extended. Yep. So till March. So what does that mean? One of my what one of my clients' sons is at Jersey Reds, and they're still on furlough. They're not yeah. allowed to get back until December. And that's yeah. like, well, they're supposed to be starting to play in bloody January. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you know, Sarries are already back. They're not furloughed people. They're players because obviously the England guys. Are off playing for freaking England this week. Yeah, yeah. And but these guys are literally going to have a month training. It's supposed to start back in January. It's going to be an interesting start. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I can't see it happening in January. Anyway, no, is what it is. Anyway, we no. won't keep you much longer, Rob. We promise. Despite right. the technical I'm, difficulties, I'm all good. Um, Nations Cup thoughts on that? Who's winning? Who's losing? Who's benefiting? Who's not? Well, I think. I think. If anyone's benefiting, it's probably just the general public, just to get some. Get some <laughs> yeah. Rugby, you know, um, I'm quite glad I've got Amazon Prime. Um, Likewise. So it's um, it works out. It works out right. But yeah, I think you know I've, it's been it's been a quiet few what months since the season finished. You know, get get some get some rugby in. Um, looking forward to to watching a bit of rugby. Um, just a chance to see see some player. I think Eddie's gone with. Um, Quite a youthful side for first. Are they playing Saturday? Are they? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, we'll see see how it goes. Chance to blood some uh, young blood and and see how it goes. But I think it's great to see some of these um, tier two nation teams get involved. With yeah. Oh, great! Teams. I think it's brilliant. You know, like Georgia, they they deserve their deserve their opportunity. Um, Look forward to their front pack. <laughs> I think they might get battered at the weekend, but um, we'll we'll see how it goes. I see. I was I was a bit fifty fifty with it because if you get their front pack yeah. going at all cylinders, there's not many teams, even England. Yeah, struggle against. It just them. depends on how long they can keep yeah. it up for. Exactly, and it's their That's back thing. Line I think I think they're going to benefit. You know, there's always been this chat about them coming up to the Six Nations and Italy getting relegated. So I think if they put a good showing for themselves. It will do nothing but wonders. But if they turn up and get yeah. battered every week. That could really set back a few years, I reckon. Oh yeah, but no, it's, it's just—I mean, I think rugby clubs, like local rugby clubs, are a little bit disappointed because it, well, we, we were certainly targeting this to get, you know, yeah. people into the clubhouse and and so on, mm. so on. But um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, um, if we if everything kind of goes back to the way it was before this lockdown, then. Um, It'd be nice to get the clubhouses full in. We had a couple of couple of events on ours, at ours, and they work quite nicely in the rule of six. So, I think yeah. generally it's just getting the rugby community back together and um, yeah. and hopefully just watching some decent rugby. Definitely, perfect. Well, yeah. On that note, 
I think we will uh, bid you farewell. Thank you very much for coming no on, problem, Rob. Guys, anytime. I, I, you really know, I appreciate I it. I think it's good that like there's obviously a, there is a few out there, but I think it's really good what you guys doing, just keeping the rugby uh, community going, and it's it's good yeah. to chat, it's good to chat rugby, isn't it, and get other people's yeah. stories and, and and everything like that. So, but no. exactly, I think what 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 sets us a little bit different is we are amateur, we're amateurs, yeah, and don't really, and for me, we haven't really we see it. Obviously, you've got Haskell's one, you've got the professionals now doing theirs and, and things like that. We're just us being us and. Yeah, we're able, we're able to give the shit where it's needed. <laughs> yeah, I know. and it's. I mean, it's, we get some. Sometimes we get forgotten, don't we? As a, as amateur clubs and and you mm. know, it's like if it wasn't if it weren't for amateur clubs, we wouldn't have the professional game, would you? So, yeah. um, and it, we get and we have a different perspective when it comes to professionals. Yeah, it would be nice to get something back, and um, you know, from uh, and we we try, you know, we. We're quite fortunate. We've got Ted Hill, who came through our uh, our club, and he, he's always willing to come back. And obviously, not at the moment because he's in that bubble. But um, yeah. he's, he's he coaches our Colts, which they're very lucky to to have him. So it's um, it's you know it is is giving something back. And I've I've always been I've always hence why I'm at Malvern is I always when I was local we I played against him when I was at uni and then coached him when I was at Gloucester. So it's always somewhere to go back to and I think what what you guys do you know it's it's good to keep that rugby community going and especially in this time because they're a bit of a rough deal at the moment um yeah. the rugby community so fingers crossed well, thank you very much thank you very much Rob no problem no problem now and I'm always happy to to do it if you want ever um well tomorrow is uh Dodgers bar a few drinks on Zoom <laughs> 7 30 get on it there we go. I'm in.